the dreaming. Yeah. So without observation, is something there to really be observed? Now this is usually the big question in a lot of like physics and stuff. Without the observation, is there anything to be observed? I don't know. You know, I don't feel that way. I feel the observation is what seemingly produces the observed. So, yet, yet what's truly behind the observation can never be observed, and therefore is never distorted. Yeah? What's not, what's prior to it all cannot be observed. That's why it's never, dis- it can't be distorted. Yeah? Anything that can be observed will be distorted by the observation. So if I'm looking at life from a point of view of self-centeredness, that's how I see things. Yeah? I see things in relation to me. As this thing. Yeah? It's not like, it's not, you're not waking up and going, I'm going to see things how they refer to me all day. It's just the basic stock version, isn't it? Like, you know, Windows 5. I would say closed Windows 5, you know. You, you feel like you're still seeing, but you're really not seeing. All you're seeing is from the past, like the Course of Miracles would say. We see only the past. You know, what, what does that freaking mean? It, doesn't, it means we're not seeing a damn thing. And actually, in a way, that's the perfect description. We aren't seeing a damn thing. There's just seeing. Yeah? But when the mental state claims to seeing, now it becomes the observation of things... And that observation of things, or just that observation, distorts what's observed. So if you're observing space, let's say, you'll distort it into seeing it as a thing. Yeah? You won't see it. You won't see, like seeing just goes on and on and on and on and on. It never runs into anything to see. But as soon as there's the identification with what can be observed, then the observation yeah, distorts everything else it observes and sees it as things. Feelings, thoughts, subtle things, and, phys- and you know, more dense things. But it's sort of like they appear in the space of mind, and this is what dreaming is, isn't it? Like, I was dreaming this seemingly. There was dreaming going on last night, and there was a lot of people coming into this apartment. It's sort of like the, the traffic going out to West Marin today. A lot of people, I, was, I just like, how, where are all these people coming into this apartment? Yeah? So, then you, you, then there's a continuation where you seem to wake up, and now you call that a dream. Yeah? But you don't see that that dream has extended. There's the awake dreaming, which is what we're in all the time. And then we have a segment called something that happens at night that we did somehow. I was dreaming. Yeah, but we don't see that I'm dreaming in the day, yeah, or whatever you call it. So the you and I are the dreaming of the dream. We forget that we're dreaming the dream. In that condition, what happens? We give everything we dreamt the power to affect us. So if we're dreaming everything and all things, then thoughts and feelings and everything that the body's generating is something that we've given meaning to. And now a thought, when owned by us, now owns us, doesn't it? It's a, it's just, it's a, all you need is one example 
the principle he's saying, in, or the download of the Course is saying, in my humble view, is you and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming, and in that condition we give everything we dreamt the power to affect us. It sure seems like thoughts affect people. Quite a lot. And especially the ones called mind. I would say my thoughts affect me more than any other person's thoughts in this whole freaking event, don't they? And my feelings cause a huge, intense observation and obsession around them where I don't have much obsession or thought about other people's feelings, really. So obviously the feelings aren't that attractive or I'd be obsessed with everyone's feelings, yeah? I'd I'd be a, a busybody constantly wanting to know your thoughts and be so concerned about all your thoughts about what's not happening. But I, I have a, like a built-in immunity to that, and we all do, yeah? I see the thoughts there as yours, and, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way, but hey, I'm happy I'm not feeling that way. <laughs> really? What, what can I, you know, I'll do whatever I can do, but it's hard to do anything about what's not happening. Really? I mean, you can, oh, put your hand on my shoulder, I know, what's not happening? I know, you will, you probably won't have cancer, but you believe, yeah, I mean, compassion, is that compassion? I don't know. I would just rather have someone point out, hey, bro, it's not happening. So that maybe somebody, if I couldn't find the wrench, somebody would throw a wrench in the works, and then it would stop, and maybe in that pause, I'd notice something. Yeah? I notice how things work. Like a big chapter in recovery is how it works. <laughs> it's probably the biggest chapter in the book. How it works. Because that's how it works. Yeah. Well, I would say before the big book there'd be a nice great book of how how it works. You know? Selfing, how it works. Yeah. And so that if you could read the manual of selfing and see, oh man, that sounds just like me. <laughs> It's describing me to a T. You would realize, wow, I feel like, right now I, I realize I've been under this influence of being identified as a self. Yeah, that would be probably pretty cool because an option would be provided, which isn't provided when the identification as self is in place. And the option is, I could be free from the bondage of self. Not trying to constantly be free as it, or through it, or for it, but I, a novel idea would dawn in my head, which was always presently there, hey, I can be free from that. And then, there you go. Once the mind has a, a possibility and starts entertaining it, there's no, I mean, big M mind, there's no stopping it. Especially if it's so. Especially if it's based on a truth, which is, you're not that. I mean, we're making shit out of nothing all day. Yeah. So to make something out of nothing and make it seem so real, can you imagine if we lent that quality of us to what is real? Not the country, you know, uh, what is real. Yeah. It could, it would really like, could pow, 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 pow the effects of it in your life. Because we're making, truly, we are making something that isn't so seem so fucking real. Could you imagine if we put that on what is so? How real that would be? That reality would override all the machinations, all the imaginative situations, all the concerns and consequences about things that have never happened or probably never will happen. All of that would be eclipsed in a nanosecond by what's so. 
But if a solution to an imaginary problem is applied in a way that solution is part of the problem because it keeps reinforcing the quote-unquote reality of the problem trying to solve it. When the solving is no no solution necessary, that's the solving. You don't need to pack to leave a place you're not at. You know? You don't. See, if you're packing to leave a place you're not at, you're now on a journey from an imaginary place to another imaginary place. Yeah? With the hopes that that imaginary place will be better than the one you're leaving. But it's not a, it's not a true place. So in, in a sense, this has no thought or effort because that which is dominant, you know, demonstrating every second our baseline of what we call life, this conscious contact, is not exerting any thought or effort. How would we think that thought and effort would arrive at that which de- denotes or expresses any thought or effort? Their consciousness or awareness is not constantly upkeeping awareness. It's not maintaining awareness. It's not polishing awareness. It is awareness. Yeah. Now, this is the dilemma, because we, we, can, we can try to become what we're not, but we're having a very difficult time realizing what we are. Yeah. Because every time we try to realize what we are, the observation has to start the observed. Yeah. Now we see what we are as an object to what we're not. And we start searching for it from, from the false location. That's the dilemma with this. This isn't like getting a tool at Home Depot to work on your shed. That works, yeah. You see, you don't have that tool. There is a shed, seemingly. All right, I got to go down and get that tool. And now, yes, that, that makes sense. But when you are that which you're looking for, to search for it doesn't work. If the fundamental fact is you are that which you are searching for, the searching will not work. They will only work by failing you, so you'll be left with exactly what you were. And in a way, all practices and service and and all saviors, that's how they serve us, by failing us. So that we're left with our own devices. Yeah. So then we finally can entertain, not by, oh, I am the Buddha, but by recognition of what we're not. This is the backdoor way. You see what you're not, and then there's a sense of what you are. You don't look for what you are. That's just reinforcing the reality of what you're not, by looking for what you are. You see what you're not, and then you find out what you are. You see? One movement is, this is the starting point, and then we look for the truth. This is, this is looked at from the truth. It's totally different, totally different. One starting point, all right, I'm a truth seeker. Yes? Well, I've done so much shit seeking the truth, I am a truth seeker. So now this, start seeking the truth. This, maybe not. So it saves, you know, now, that which was the truth seeker, let's see if it's the truth seeker or not. Let's see if we're the truth seeker. So now, instead of looking from the truth seeker, seeking truth, we look at the truth seeker. And by realizing I'm not that, that's that. Yeah? Whatever, and there's millions of names, truth seeker, 
pleasure, see any, you know, tons of different, uh, uh, like, uniforms the false reference points can wear to embark on all these incredible journeys to look for something itself or this or that. Yeah? But stepping back, there is no journey. Yeah? You see all the ships that are ready to embark, yeah? And you don't sign up. And then when they make, and it's great, it's a spectacle. When they set off, you know, it's a spectacle to get ready for a three-week retreat. You get the clothes, you know, you wash your hair, you put a nice exfoliant on, you get ready, you know, you've been stretching, you haven't eaten something for a week, and you know, pack up, and you, everyone, I'm going on the retreat. Facebook, ah, likes, and everybody, wish me the best, okay, I wish I was going with you. No, I fucking don't. And then they're off. That's great. But waking up and being awake to being awake is... There's no, there's no bells and whistles. It's just, it's the simplest of facts. It's not, not a big deal. It's like, really, it wouldn't even, if there was a parade, there'd be no, no there wouldn't even be one balloon in the parade. Because, you know, there'd be no floats, there'd be no down fifth day. I mean, maybe you'd be going down an alley to find the fucking macrobiotics restaurant. Who knows? It was, yeah, it's not going to be a big... It's not interesting to the mental state because it's not the one that's going to do it. If we could do freedom, we'd be fucking into it. But freedom isn't done. Yeah? Freedom is prior to all doing. It's like we were reading this thing from the Course. I forgot to bring it, but I liked it. I used to use it earlier. Well, they're trying to emphasize, and the flavor of it really catches me, where it says, you know, these eyes are not of your of you. These eyes, these two eyes that see a world, isn't you. that's not the vision that you are. Yeah? And that the brain, which is part of the body, the brain, when we go in, this is out. This isn't in. This isn't into the truth of all things. This is out. This is what's being observed, yeah? This, here. So this in, what, so the brain, this brain, interprets this whole event to the body. So when it sees this world, perceives it, it's not a, it's not a virgin perception, it's a biased one. It's framed as you and I are a body. So the brain is interpreting information here, bringing it in, collating it, organizing it, and its main premise is life is about you as a body. So it's not life is happening, life is happening to me. So, so then all the information the brain is sending and speaking in the head about the body, in a lot of ways, doesn't make sense to what you are. That's why it's so confusing that here you are in a moment and the brain and the way it interprets life emphasizes the value of yesterday and tomorrow more than now. It just makes no sense in a way where everyone is inherently here and it seems like we've got to make a lot of effort to get into the moment. I mean, a huge amount of effort. Now, if everyone realized they were in a moment, there would have been no books ever written about how to get into the moment. If you realize that you could never be out of a moment, there'd be no interest in any book of how to get into the moment. 
There would be none. You'd have no interest in it. You'd, have, you'd be neutral. You'd have no opinion about it. Because it would be so damn obvious, I can't be out of the moment. That comes from just a simple being awake, at least seemingly, to being awake. Yeah? So the awakeness is an inherent condition, demonstrating it all day through this apparatus. I mean, was I less awake? I mean, that thing that was looking out of my head at 8.30 this morning and now? And am I, um, is my job today is to become more awake throughout the day? Only to have that all erased when I lay down again, and then get on the on the hamster wheel again tomorrow, and I'm going to get up even earlier so I can be more awake by 11 at p.m. Yeah. So if I wake up at five, I'll be more awake. But then it all gets erased. You go to sleep, and then it's the same wheels there, and it's not even a wheel unless you're in it. There is no thing called a hamster wheel. It's just a round metal thing. The hamster makes it a wheel. By adding the activity, yeah. <laughs> so we get in it, and then all right, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the most awake I can possibly be today. And then eleven o'clock, you go to sleep. Maybe you have a wet dream that fucking excludes you from any spirituality. <laughs> so like that. you get up, and all right, now I'm going to get up even early at three in the morning. <laughs> I'll be more awake by ten. But the fact, the inherent awakeness, yeah. Does it really display any any effort or thought? I haven't seen any. It doesn't from a, a from a common sense point of view, it would be obvious that that if that's your goal and it doesn't demonstrate any any effort or thought, how would you ever be able to arrive there through effort and thought? It would make no sense to you, wouldn't it? It would just, you wouldn't have to read 800 pages of disclaiming. It would just like, oh, you know, <laughs> wait a minute, how could that work? Like the old Zen master says, you can't, you can't use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. Doesn't that statement explain a lot of stuff? I mean, it explains like 800,000 chokeholds I have been in <laughs> with spirituality, where I was getting a headlock was on me and I couldn't, there was no fucking relief. You know what I mean? Because I kept putting my head in the same position <laughs> and then my head moving tightened it up and I, oh, this, I can't get this. You know what I mean? It was, <laughs> if you saw the real film, it would be me sticking my head in the headlock and I'd be the one who had the headlock and I'd give him a noogie. <laughs> when something like that says, that statement explained a whole lot to me. You know? You can't use stillness. You can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. <laughs> so you can't use thought or effort to get to that which doesn't display any thought or effort. That would be thought or effort. Yes? Let the mind expand on it. Doesn't it sound pretty good, doesn't it? You can't use thought or effort to arrive at that which shows no thought or effort. That would be thought or effort. Boom! And what is thought or effort? A display of the selfing. Selfing is displayed in thought and effort. It gets a it casts it gets a big reflection of its imaginary self in all the thought and effort. Because all the thought and effort will be encapsulated as you 
are thinking, and you are asking for a very noble thing, which puts gilds it. It sprinkles little gold dust on it. Now it's really special. You're seeking the truth. Finally, you've come to the fact, Kevin. You've given up all worldly activities except for a few like surfing and windsurfing. And you're going to seek the truth. All right? Oh, and then, oh, the gold, you know, lights come on, and yes, seeking the truth. Yeah. The selfie's having a field day. A field day. It's milking. It's like a golden cow. It's milking it like fucking crazy. <laughs> so you hear these little ideas. Those little ideas, they don't say little ideas once you receive them. Yeah. Once that incredible fertile soil of raw, R-A-W mind, bigger mind, once it receives these nuggets that have withstood the, the, the stretch of time seemingly here, some of these things were said 1,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 8,000 years ago, all these things, when, and they're still as powerful as ever, yeah? and then the fertility of your mind is just ready, it's been receiving the same old shit, you're a loser, you're a, it's been growing a fucking dead crop for so fucking long with all the selfing ideas. You're never enough, you'll never be loved. Spouting, <laughs> spouting shit all the time, you know what I mean? Once this, a G, one of these seeds gets in, woo, the roots go deep, yeah? And then, yeah. and then you know something. Hey, this is a whole different ball game because the appearance of this one bud supersedes all the fucking mental blooming extravagant flowers and orchids of the mental landscape. Just the, just the preeminence of the bud of it, yeah, starts changing the whole the whole uh, garden, yeah. The fucking the other things are trembling because this thing's gonna arise yeah? and there's no stopping it. That's entertaining. So you hear these little ideas. And suddenly, maybe, the format that we're so used to, which is starting from here and then going towards things, will be seen as not applicable to arriving at where you already are. You can't use the way of going to a store, or getting a job, or doing this, or working out, or building muscles, or pectorals, or whatever. Yeah? You can't use this same movement to find out what you are, because... You are already that, yeah? Maybe the body needs bigger pectorals, but you don't need a bigger what you are. So the, we're in a habit of moving from here as a reference and then trying to find everything as if it's outside of us. Even the things that we say are inside of us, we conceptualize them, yeah, like enlightenment or awakening, as if it's a thing, and therefore they're put or they're cast outside of us. Now we understand them because we're a concept, and now we have conceived everything else. Yeah. It, so the, the approaches we've been using here to navigate a day and get a job and be a successful careerist will not work when you're looking for yourself because any looking for yourself doesn't work. It's really finding out about what you're not. It's like Dogen said, the Zen master from Japan, was a much longer statement, but the, the beginning of it was, it was to study Buddhism is to study the self, this self thing to me, 
And to study the self is to forget the self. That works, yeah? So you study that reference that you've been living from, because you can, because you're not there. You look at it, you see it, and after, sooner or later, one of the times when you look at it, there'll be an emphasis on what's looking, and then another time, and then, then, it get, then suddenly it secures, it roots. And now, it, it's like the, your corporation, 51% of the stock have moved to the winning side, so to speak. So now, it's rooted, so you're now seeing what you're not. Yeah? And the feeling, the emphasis is on seeing, not on the what you're not. Why? Because it's not you. So the interest that's always going to be leaping to forgetting the seeing and leaping on this because it's all about you and you believe you're that you that it's about, so you're really interested in that topic, it weakens and then it stays in the seeing and you see the selfing. And when you see the selfing, a lot of other possibilities that haven't been available suddenly become available. I am that which I've been looking for. What's looking is what you're looking for. The seeker is the sort. All of those cryptic statements now produce a real sense-feltness because something has occurred. Yes? It didn't occur. It was always there. But let's say you occurred to it. Yeah? And woo. Now the horse is in front of the car. And then things start making sense when this is in place. They don't make sense when the cart's in front of the horse. And instead of keep pushing the fucking cart with the horse's head, we question something, and then it shifts to the horse is in front of the cart. Now, as they say in Zen, blue will be seen as blue, orange will be seen as orange, you know. You get up, you shit, you make tea, go here, do that, this. Chop wood, carry water, all that stuff. First there is the mountain. Wow, this fucking huge thing is driving me crazy. Then there is no mountain. Hey, I'm free. And then there's the mountain again. And a lot of people think they've lost the freedom because they thought they had the freedom. When you realize that was thought they, they had the there is no mountain, if you realize you're not that, when the mountain appears, you don't lose what you are. Yeah? Because it's not a commodity and it's not based on the mountain. So now, first there is the mountain, life's going as it's going, da, da, da. then there is no mountain. Hallelujah! Then there's the mountain again. It's not a big deal. It's included now. Your condition isn't based on its absence, it's included, and your condition is still what it is an unconditional whatever. Yes? Allowing everything to appear in it. All the anxieties, the fears, they're all arising. Yes? They're all arising. But why do they have to imply you? You can see it another way. You can just see it as energy instead of seeing it as your fear. It's usually different. Yeah? Usually different. I'm serious. Seeing anger as yours... A whole lot of meaning is given to that anger that it really didn't have. It was just an energy thing, yeah? Once it's yours, the observation of it distorts the observed. Now we make it my anger, and that means I'm an angry person, and so on and so forth, and I must... And maybe you do need to seek help. But a lot of the shit that it produces is totally unnecessary to attend to because it's not fucking happening, Yeah?
mind is the distortion of the observed by the observation. The observation has been commandeered by self-centeredness through the mind, claiming something as a problem, it distorts the problem. Yes? And now that problem means a fucking whole lot more than it may have meant like if you didn't seem to see it as yours. Yeah? In fact, someone asked me in L.A., they say, what about a pain? I said, well, the pain, body's going to have pain, but it'll probably work better for you if it's not yours. If the pains ain't yours, you'll probably travel lighter through it. But hey, there's pain. You know? Seemingly. Meaning it appears to be true or false to us. We can't, like it says, you can't negate the action figure dreaming. It's happening, yeah, in a sense. But it's sort of like, you know, I was sharing, I don't know where it was, it was in the city. In one of the old Buddhist terminologies, they talk about big M mind as like some of its qualities. So its its essence is that it's empty, yeah, empty of everything, just empty emptiness. Its nature is to reflect, just like a mirror or anything, like a window has a reflective surface, yeah. So what seeing sees itself in it, yeah, yeah. And then its nature, then its manifestation here is energy. So, like they say in physics, energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's like the mind of, it's like God's mind, so to speak, yeah, manifesting. So this is what's happening in energy. This happens; it seems to coagulate by the observation of it, and then when it's clearly seen, it, it, it reconfigures, yeah, because we are the magician. We're giving everything all the meaning it has, yeah. We are giving everything all the meaning it has. So it's sort of like there's no one in the orchestra. We get up as the orchestrator leader, and then suddenly, these energy pops up, coagulates there, yeah. The sagra cymbals and big kettle drums and da 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 da. But there's no one there. It's just the it's just the director screaming. All right. So so the the mind here is like it's reflective. Yes. So obviously, we can see that we're reflecting this world, can't we? Yeah. So there's reflecting of this world. And when we're identified as self, that becomes the dominant reflection. All we see is this, and then there's thoughts about this, basically. And any thoughts about not this are in this. Yes? So there's that happen. Well, we don't understand there's this, this reflective ability is like 360, but let's use a simple example, a two-sided mirror. So in selfing, what selfing does, it presupposes an opaque back of the one side of the mirror, where we're reflecting out, and everything's going back to that little picture of a happy face of us, or a sad face, yeah? So everything is seen as, as it refers to us. Yes? As this this idea of being an action figure. So everything's happening, interest, attention, but when it comes back, it hits this picture. Yeah, so then, let's say I see tons of things today, and I may see 50, 80, 100 different things, but there will be only one thing that saw them all. That's the identification as the self, yes? So that's the opaque background that seems to make it a one-sided mirror. This is it, this is the reality, and you know, it's happening to me. 
but there's other aspects, and so let's say there's another aspect of being able to reflect, and the mind's reflecting infinity, yeah? Its own nature, emptiness. So obviously, if that interest and attention, if that reflecting would be interested in and attentive to, it would bring about an influence here of spaciousness. That's what happens when people get out of self. When they do service, yeah, they help someone else, they feel bigger and this and that. Because now there's a little bit of attention off of this, this whole little loop of self-importance, and they're picking up space, yeah, you're seeing yourself in a weird way, yeah. And, it, and it's an incredible influence here if it's allowed to drop into this thing. Now, the selfing has, this is the only reality. But this has everything included. So this can be happening while this is always available at all times, with no requirement necessary. Yeah? Just like you're seeing a thing, I could swear I don't want to see a bird. If a bird flew by right now, I'd see it. Well, you think you'll control your interest and attention? You don't. It's like homing pigeons, and they're going back into their source, which is not of a thing. You are not intent. You it is not your interest and attention. There's interest and attention. Yeah. So now the interest tension finally finds its home. So now it's going here. Comes back. It rains a little bit of infinity on you, and then yes. So as Jesus says, we're in this world, but not of it. And I found the real satisfaction in, in this world is not of this world. It's of us. Yeah. So we, we allow peace and contentment to come in. We don't gather peace and content, contentment in here. We express peace and contentment in here. But we don't gather it in here. Yeah? We're not getting enlightenment in here. We are already awake. And that awakeness... Here you can seem to be awake or you can seem not to be awake. Now seeming to be awake is like being awake and seeming not to be awake is like being asleep. Yeah? That's basically how it goes. And now everyone thinks all day they jump back and forth yeah, from being awake and then not awakened. But that's a lie. You are of this that's always available at all times with no requirement necessary. Yeah? This is always, always available, no matter what you think. No matter because the thinking is what is like a it's like a triangulation, yeah? When you believe in the thoughts, it triangulates you as a body. And then it starts triangulating you with everything else you may be interested in, awakeness, you know, compassion, this and that. And it blurs the whole fucking thing. Because this whole, the first point of triangulation, you, is off. Yeah? It's off. You're not this. When the triangulation is referencing that, then this statement becomes clear. It's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it. That becomes extremely clear. Because that's the case. Yeah. Now all the mental gyrations that inform you that you've moved away because it triangulates you as a body. So the mental state moves you like a pawn on the board and then it critiques where you are on the board. Yes. So oh fuck, you ate that BLT. You know, you're supposed to be vegan, so you're fucking exiled, all right, to Baltic place or something, you know? 
And this is what happens all day. It does. And it riffs on this where you're at. But where you're at is what you are. And it's not a fucking location. Yeah? That coming in is going to bring, in my experience of it, because here's a place of experience, it's like the greatest leavening agent. It allows you to travel lighter here on a stabilized basis with no thought or effort on your part. It just seeps from the back of the canvas instead of having to be applied onto the canvas, which already has like fucking super dried glue-like paint. You know? I don't care how many pictures you're going to paint, there's a paint already there. Your head has an idea of you. And a rather fucking strong one. <laughs> as a body. But here, it bleeds from behind the canvas and it, it just dissolves all that. Because the painting, it isn't solid. It isn't in place. Everything is verbi. It just sort of melts it and then another mural appears, this and that, and this time, the emphasis doesn't leave the canvas, yeah, which has never changed with all the paintings on it. There's a sense of the canvas, let's say, consciousness, and therefore, the application, the removal, the erasing of certain art paints and everything become okay, because you're not that. <laughs> as simple as that. If it was you, you'd be fucking in a furor. You would this would be a continual urban renewal project. You'd be fucking working on it, unless you were comatose, which some people I think is a really good way to travel here. I really do. I wish I could be excited about Die Hard 12. I would. I would fucking love it. I would love, you know, to be a nationalistic ball team follower. You know, I have my whole life based on drinking beer and shit like that. would be great. Seeing, you know, doing some porno somewhere, and, you know, whatever. But that's not the case. It doesn't work. So, man, if you have if you have a certain predilection to go in, and it's been commandeered by what's out, which is the brain body, it's going to fuck that. That predilection of going into your home will drive you fucking crazy. As an action figure, it will. I swear to God. It will generate so many thoughts about you and everything. And maybe your partner is just, ah, boop, 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 boop. And you're like questioning them. And, oh, it's a and they're, boop, 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 boop. Another, another say, great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And you're like, others. Well, I thought we were all children of a barren woman. How can there be mothers? You know, you'd be questioning, no, this happened. Let's have an egg hunt. You know, it's great. But that that predilection of wanting to, you know, would be used by the mental state to drive you fucking crazy, where you'd have to shoot something up or drink or do something, yeah. Because you'd be so you would be wanting to go in, and you'd be stopped at the border and by the border guard, you, and just stay here all day. Everything, one thing seeing it. Everything heard, one thing hearing it. Everything felt, one thing feeling it. Everything done, one thing doing it. What a fucking burden. <laughs> so there is a solution. There is, truly. And you're it. And when that's seen, when you see what you're not, 
There's no need for a solution. There really isn't. The solution is only viable when there seems to be a problem. When the solution appears, there won't, the problem will only seem to be, and there's no need for a solution. You see it? When the problem isn't seen, yes, you need a solution. From the solution, the, the problem that can't is seemingly a problem. It's not so. It's an activity. And it needs our compliance. We have to sign up. Because we're going to give all the light that production has. We're going to supply all the energy that production uses. We are its power source. Yeah? Being identified as it, we don't. Uh, we never imagined there could be another fixture. There could be another plug. <laughs> I'm not here destined just to cook the toast of Paul Edelman. I could bl- I could run a blender and fucking you know what I mean. Do tons of things. I'm electricity. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm, I'm not a toaster. <laughs> I'm not a pancake skittle or a waffle maker. I'm fucking firing everything off. <laughs> That's sort of what it's like. Open up, man. Have you felt claustrophobic? Well, as an experience, there's nothing like the opposite of that just to feel fucking spacious. It becomes so normal, you can't really appreciate it, because it is. So then if for me, I'm lucky, I can go to recovery meetings and hear about claustrophobia. You know, it's great, because it reminds me to be grateful for the grace that has touched this action figure, where I can trap like a free-range alcoholic. I can roll around. They haven't caught me yet. Yes. Any questions? No.